Hey, it's JJ Gatto. The pop culture feed is back and cancel culture in Hollywood is just getting out of control. Also out of control, A-Rod, J-Lo, plus three weddings on 90 Day Fiance. It's all coming up next. Seven days in the celebrity world. All here. It's JJ Gatto. This week in the pop culture feed. This week's episode is entitled Just Cancel the Cancel Culture. Yeah, I got it. I said it. How's it going? It's JJ Gatto. So we're going to talk about how all these people who want to cancel Chris Harrison from The Bachelor, Sharon Osbourne, plus Pierce Morgan is just getting completely out of hand. Now, granted, two separate stories, but it has to do with supposedly talking about perpetuating racism and punishing them because they disagree I'm like, are, are we in Russia or Cuba or something? I mean, it's getting beyond ridiculous. So we'll start off with Chris Harrison. As you know, a couple of weeks ago, he was on Extra with Rachel Lindsay, who was one of the Bachelorettes from a couple of years back. And he talked about contestant Rachel Kirkconnell, who back when she was 18 years old, was at a Southern debutante party. Some people will say, you know, that's gone with the wind. And then some people also say, oh, it perpetuates racism because it was the white plantation owners, blah, blah, blah. You get it. Now, let me make this very clear. I have seen the entire interview with Chris Harrison and in no way, shape or form was he defending Rachel. He was also saying, hey, why don't we give her some grace? I meant, was it wrong when she was 18 years old, three years ago to what it is now? He doesn't know. He also says, is Rachel a racist? He doesn't know. Chris was saying, let's not quick to judge here because it's just straight up wrong. We don't know the whole story. We got to ask her and see what was going on. Chris was pretty much giving a very intelligent answer. Unfortunately for Rachel Lindsay and a lot of people, they didn't see it that way. And uh, let's just say the Feedback and the response was pretty quick and very negative for Chris Harrison. He apologized not once, but three times. He even said he is going to take a step back from hosting The Bachelor. Uh, it's end up he's probably going to end. I think he's going to end up being fired. We'll talk about that in a second. So unfortunately for the after the final rose special, they got somebody else to host it. And I will tell you that a lot of Bachelor fans were not happy about it. They said that Chris Harrison is The Bachelor and they will stop watching the show. The ratings for the finale was a disaster. And also to top that, Matt James, The Bachelor, chose Rachel. And because of everything that happened to her, he decided to end the relationship. A lot of people are saying that Matt wasn't ready for a relationship at all, but I digress. I don't watch the show. Just been reading all the news about the whole situation with Rachel Kirkconnell. Is she racist and all that? Rachel did say that what she did was stupid and she apologized, but they're still giving her a lot of grief. They just want to punish her for the rest of her life. Sorry, that's wrong. As far as Chris Harrison is concerned, I don't think it's going to be back to The Bachelor because he lawyered up. The same lawyer that helped out Gabrielle Union with her lawsuit against NBC a couple of years ago. I have a feeling there's going to be a settlement and uh, Chris is going to be a free agent. And as far as The Bachelor is concerned, well, I think uh, that show is going to go down the toilet. The new Bachelorette season is going to have two former contestants hosting the show. Mm, sorry, no. Uh, you could say that uh, The Bachelor is about to jump the shark. And now we go to Sharon Osbourne and her good buddy, British journalist, media personality, Pierce Morgan. And this all relates to Meghan Markle. 
I saw the interview. I will tell you there's three sides to every story, what Megan believes, what the royal family believes, and the truth. I think it's a little bit of both. I think some people in the royal family wouldn't accept Megan, and I also think that Megan could be a bit of a, um, let's just say a narcissist. But that's another story for another time. So Pierce Morgan, not the biggest Meghan Markle fan, has criticized her for a lot of things. A lot of it has to do with being narcissistic. A lot of people uh, didn't like the fact that they attacked Meghan, and a lot of people were calling Pierce a racist, something he does not tolerate. And he says, I have a right to free speech. I have a right to an opinion that people are going to disagree with, and that's how it should be. You shouldn't attack somebody else because they have a different opinion, which I agree. Do I agree with Pierce 100%? Are you kidding me? Come on. Seriously. And unfortunately, because of Pierce's criticism of Meghan Markle, he got attacked on his TV show, Good Morning Britain, and he left the show. But this is where it gets a lot uglier. But this is where it gets even uglier. They talked about it on the CBS talk show, The Talk. The ladies on the CBS, pro- the ladies on the CBS program, The Talk, they had a discussion about it. And Cheryl Underwood attacks Sharon Osbourne because she's friends with Pierce Morgan. And they try to ask her, do you think Pierce is a racist and all that? And Sharon said no. And she defended her friends because, you know, he has a right to his opinion. And she also said that she felt like she was being sent to the electric chair because she's Pierce Morgan's friend. I'm sorry. Guilt by association is absolutely wrong. It was a big blowout. It got ugly. And it came to the point where they had to shut production down for the talk for a couple of weeks. And last Friday, Sharon Osbourne has decided to leave the show after 11 years. Guess what? She lowered up as well. And Pierce Morgan defended her friend, according to the U.S. And yes, Pierce Morgan in the Daily Mail defended Sharon Osbourne, saying that she is not a racist, neither are And Pierce Morgan defended Sharon in the Daily Mail newspaper, saying that Sharon is 100% not a racist and neither is he. I kind of believe it. Like I said, it comes to the point where if you're going to disagree with somebody, they're not racist or transphobic or homophobic or anti-Islamic or anti-Christian, this, that, and the other thing. We all have a right to... Here's the deal. We all have different thoughts and opinions. Some of them controversial, some of them not. Does it mean that uh, everybody should be punished because they have different thoughts and opinions and it doesn't toe in line with somebody else's? Absolute nonsense. And I will tell you, this whole cancel culture thing will backfire. And I can tell you that a few other celebrities like Bill Maher, Sharon Stone, calls cancel culture the dumbest thing ever. So for all of you mob SJW cancel culture people, let me tell you a little something, okay? My parents taught me to treat every single person with respect, whether you agree with them or not. That's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. I think every individual and every individual's thoughts, their feelings and all that makes us all unique. So if you want to punish me because I don't think the same way you do, that's on you. That's how shallow you are, not me. And by the way, if you think you can destroy me, you can't destroy anything you didn't create. So keep trying. See what trying to cancel me is going to do, because I guarantee you it's going to go absolutely nowhere. Jennifer Lopez, Alex Rodriguez, I got to tell you, the drama the last couple of weeks is better than any Spanish soap opera. And for uh, my Latino friends, yeah, you know you call them telenovelas. But anyway... As you know, early in March, 
J-Lo and A-Rod, they called it quits. Mostly because of the rumors about A-Rod and Southern Charm star Madison LaCroix, which, according to many sources, the two have never met, and they've only had random texts and phone calls. Nothing of any romantic nature, but the rumors just kept going, and Jennifer was like, I didn't start this nonsense, and told A-Rod to, as of a couple of days ago, to fix it. You see, Jennifer's in the Dominican Republic filming a movie called Shotgun Wedding, and she was, uh, I'll just say it right now, she was pretty pissed about all the rumors. She had it. So she wanted to test A-Rod and see if he was committed to their relationship. And I got to tell you, they've had a pretty cool dynamic considering they are uh, co-step-parents to each other's kids. And funny enough, when uh, A-Rod went to the gym, and that was a day before he went to the Dominican Republic, TMZ caught him and they asked him, are you single? His answer was no. According to a number of sources, they are trying to get everything back together, and they have a pretty quiet rebuilding process, we'll say. Whether A-Rod had a thing with uh, the Southern Charm star, I have no idea, but I do know this, and... I can tell you this from a number of people that have met Alex Rodriguez and have been around him. He has a wandering eye and J-Lo doesn't take you know what from anybody. So for her to put her foot down, I don't blame her. A-Rod has to get his shit together. Somebody like Jennifer Lopez don't come around but once in a lifetime, if even that. So uh, for A-Rod, keep your eyes to yourself and uh, don't mess around with J-Lo. This is one of the few times that a Cuban's ever defending a Puerto Rican. I know, I'm shocked myself. So we'll talk about how bad the Grammys were a few weeks ago. And I'm not just talking about ratings. In addition, three couples on 90 Day Fiance, they got married. And my new guilty pleasure, Single Life. That's all coming up next on This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. JJ Gatto, This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. So the Grammy Awards were a little different this year because of COVID. I mean, it was more performances. Everybody was social distant. There weren't that many people there. They were not even at the Staples Center. There were some few good performances. Silk Sonic, also Marin Morris, also Dua Lipa. As for the big winners, Beyonce, she broke the records for the uh, most wins by an artist. She has 28 right now. She's three behind the all-time Grammy winner ever, and that is a... Uh, classical music conductor, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, he has 31. And if you're wondering, Quincy Jones has 29. So that's the next uh, person that Beyonce is going to be going after if she wants to be like the Hank Aaron of the Grammy Awards. Also, Taylor Swift wins her third album of the year for Willow. Megan Thee Stallion, she won for Best New Artist. And also the performance with her and uh, Cardi B. It got a lot of complaints from the FCC. It just looked like a really bad strip show. And Billie Eilish, for the second year in a row, she won for Song of the Year, and uh, she gave a whole lot of props to Beyonce. Now, as far as ratings concerned, oh, let's just say it sucked. How bad? It lost 50% from 2020's Grammy Awards. Less than 9 million watched this year's Grammy Awards. They were at 18 million last year. And a lot of people blame it on the, um, let's just say, politics. Yeah, woke culture, cancel culture, whatever you want to call it. And because of how bad the Grammy Awards ratings were, the Oscars are panicking. Their award show is coming up on April 25th. And considering how, uh, how it was the last few years when they were talking more about politics than movies, I expect the Oscars to probably set a record low broadcast. 
Oh, yes. It's time to uh, stop talking about politics and let's get to what really matters with the award shows. The art itself. Thank you very much. Wrapping up with some 90 Day Fiance as they're wrapping up the uh, current season of the Mothership show. Three couples got married. Starting off with Brendan and Julia. They had to rush it because of COVID. And you also know that the uh, window with the 90 Day Visa, you know, can get a little tricky. So they had a very small wedding. Brendan's parents and Julia's parents had to view it on Zoom for obvious reasons. And here was the cool part. Julia did her vows in English. Brendan did his in Russian. I hate to sound very stereotypical, but, you know, Russian people, they don't show their emotions a lot. Julia did. It was absolutely amazing. I got to give props to Brendan for doing that in Russian because that's a really hard language to do. Congratulations to that couple. In addition, Rebecca and Zied, they finally tied the knot after so long. As you know, Ramadan was coming up when they filmed this, so he wanted to be married to her before Ramadan because if not, him being Muslim, he couldn't live with somebody who is uh, not his wife. Understandable. She had her Cinderella ball gown on. He was dressed in purple and black and uh It was a very small but very wonderful wedding for Rebecca and Ziad. Congratulations to both of them. And then we got Tariq and Hazel. They got married, and it was a very emotional one for the new couple. Tariq said that uh, Hazel restored his faith in love and life. And he was bawling, and it was a sweet little ceremony. Also, by the way, this uh, nuptials was done on Zoom as well because of, yeah, you guessed it, COVID. And uh, Hazel kept hers very short and sweet, saying that she would be a good wife to him and also a good stepmom to Tariq's daughter. And then after the wedding, she quipped saying that she's the boss now. Yeah, (laughs) she acts like the boss right there. So congratulations to those three. So that leaves the last four couples for this season. Mike and Natalie, we don't have to go there. The train wreck of Amira and Andrew. And if you've been reading some things, you know how it ended, but I'm not going to spoil it here. Also, we got Jovi and Yara and Stephanie and Harris. As you know, she was with Ryan. She dumped him for his cousin. And now there's uh, some suspicions about uh, if Harris's intentions are true. Want to put money on it that it's not? I think you'll win that bet. Cash money on that one. Also, 90 Day Single Life on Discovery Plus. Oh, man, that is good. Real good. I'll tell you some of the highlights from the first couple of episodes. Fernanda moved to Chicago. Her divorce is final. Guess who also moved to Chicago? Her ex-husband, Jonathan. He wouldn't move for her, but he decided to move for his new fiance. Oh, can we call Jonathan a scumbag? Yeah, let's do that right there. Danielle moving on from Mohammed, who is now a truck driver. She's having a hard time uh, dating again. And then you have Colty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Colty is trying to date other people, but they still has these feelings for Vanessa. If you've been following on the net, you know where that goes. Again, no spoilers here. And then you got Big Ed. He's trying to uh, move on from Rose. And he seems like me for the longest of time, where I was absolutely clumsy when it came to dating hopefully things will work out for a big ad right there and then my favorite molly oh molly is a bad girl and she even admitted it herself um i don't have to say some of the things she said you know how molly is uh she found a uh, cop from brooklyn by the name of kelly he moved down to georgia for a couple of days to see her we'll see how that one goes but uh 
He's keeping something. What is it? We're just going to have to watch the next couple episodes of Single Life. I really love that show. It's on Discovery+. Plus. If you don't have it, got to get it. Trust me, it's worth $4.99. And if you like Discovery Channel, Food Network, and a few other channels, I, I would suggest you get it. And also, Bachelor fans, it's on Discovery Plus, too. Why? I don't know, but I digress. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for this week in the Pop Culture Feed. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me. Hit me up on the Twitter and Instagram at JJ Got the Radio. Also, share this on your social media. Greatly appreciate it. Join me next week. We'll look at the trending stories in Hollywood and beyond on This Week in the Pop Culture Feed. Until then, I'm JJ Gatto. Stay blessed and stay awesome.